Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How's it going, everybody? Going well? All right, wonderful. I'm getting sick because apparently I forgot what fall was in Maryland, so hooray all of that then. But it's all right, it's okay. Though we don't have any interviews, we will have a look at this past weekend as the Black Bears take on New Hampshire, and then they'll go up to Danbury for two matinee matchups against the Junior Hattricks. We'll start off uh, before we get to where we're going. we got to know where we've been. And Saturday night, the Black Bears welcome in the expansion, New Hampshire Mountain Kings. And, uh, yeah, it was a very interesting situation. While many people might discount an expansion team, the New Hampshire squad uh, came into Odington with a three-game win streak. And we're looking ahead to see if they can continue that against the Black Bears. Black Bears, of course, coming off of getting swept in Maine, looking to sharpen their claws, as it were, because they are Bears. First period, the big thing for the Black Bears was a little bit of discipline issues as three bench minors in the first period, two within, uh, the fir- within I guess, the first 12 minutes of it, uh, made uh, people want to invest in Velcro for the bench. But luckily, the Black Bears were able to kind of counteract that with a New Hampshire penalty going four-on-four just past the halfway point, and that's when Dylan Gordon turned on the Jets, dropping in from the point, getting a nice little pass for Mike Ergo and puts it home for his second of the year uh, for Dylan Gordon, Mike Ergo's fifth assist, Kareem El-Bashir getting his 12th assist of the season. Black Bears up one to nothing midway through the first, but it was short-lived as only 48 seconds later, Linus Diodinus gets his sixth of the year of a puck that just trickles through uh, the pads, he cut across and it trickled through the pads of Colin Ronan for his sixth of the season. We are knotted up at one. A little fireworks towards the end of the frame as these two teams ch- uh, exchanging pleasantries. And we would go into the break tied up at one. A little bit more of a subdued period in the penalty side of things. Black Bears getting an early power play, uh, but we're unable to convert on that. Uh, they had to uh, try to find something past Aiden Wright. Could not do that. But Brandon Spalding at 10.03 puts home his fifth of the season for New Hampshire. Just finding a loose puck in front of the net. Colin Ronan was uh, on his backside, flailing around. Just gets over his outreached arms. It is to 2-1. Maryland trying to find an equalizer in the frame. Uh, and they did not. Uh, according to uh, stats 10 to 1 were the shots in the second period. Don't know about that, but we will uh, move onward and upward from there. Black Bears trying to get some kind of spark going. Uh, got that with Luke Amel uh, getting into a little bit of a fracas with Hunter Federoff. Uh, Amel getting tossed in this game and then also having to serve a suspension for Saturday's game. But it sparked the Black Bears just a wee bit. As Dimitri Kiebrew gets his sixth of the season after Evan Sofakitis as they go in kind of a uh, odd man rush. Sofakitis finds Dimitri Kiebrew. Kiebrew's sixth of the season. Sofakitis' ninth assist. And Adam Shankula getting a secondary assist. His 13th of the year. Black Bears are tied up. Then at the middle of the frame, Adam Shankula puts home his fifth of the year. Driving to the net as he is wont to do. Puts one off the pipe and it's in the net. Shankula's fifth. Jesse Horacek with his Fifth assist, Dylan Gordon, his third assist. Black Bears up 3-2 to two. again. Short-lived, however, a minute five later, Jack Costanzo gets his first of the year, just putting it over the shoulder of Ronan, 
And we are tied up trying to get something going in that last bit. Could not find anything there uh, for either side. So we head to overtime where the Black Bears in extra time 0-2 on the season. But they would re- they would go ahead and break that trend as Ryder Ninehouse off a great play by Trace Johnson in his own end. Um, just deflecting just deflecting a drive that uh, New Hampshire was trying to get there. Gets it up to Dimitri Kibru. Kibru finds Neenhouse in the uh, in the neutral zone. Neenhouse decides to take it rather than pass it off. It was the right decision through the five hole for his second of the season. Kibru, his 11th assist. Trace Johnson, his second assist. And that's all she wrote on that one. Black Bears win 4-3. to three. Colin Ronan, 23 saves in the victory. And a, uh, a, a gritty kind of win for the Maryland Black Bears in this one. They uh, kind of really d- demonstrated what they, the all-around play. I mean, um, Sebastian Brockman with a couple of key blocks late, especially one in the last few seconds, blocking one at the point uh, to really break things up as New Hampshire was starting to uh, put pressure on the Black Bears net. That put things into overtime, and then there we go, a victory for the Black Bears. Coming right back at it again because that's how these two game sets go as uh, these two teams seeing what kind of animosity they can work off. Wasn't too much of a situation at all, to be quite honest with you, in this game. A little bit of back and forth, but nothing uh, nothing too wacky, I would suppose. As the first period had zero scoring whatsoever and apparently zero shots uh, in this frame as well, according to the NAHL website. Uh, but a back and forth, a couple of good chances either side of the coin. And uh, we head in to the first intermission scoreless. Second period, though, that's when business started to really pick up. And it goes to Raymond Perot. Perot getting his first of the season, uh, 209 into the frame. Just finding a loose puck off a nice little skirmish in front. Potts at home, his first of the year. Ryder Ninehouse with his first assist. Trace Johnson, his third assist. Black Bears up one to nothing. Black Bears kept the pressure on, getting a couple rings off the post, but New Hampshire would be the team to strike next as 12-11 into the frame. Matthew Hale put home his fourth of the season, just snapping one of the back of the net from the circles. And uh, there we go, tied up at one past, uh, unfortunately, past Colin Ronan on that one. Black Bears would keep pressing, though. And then two minutes after that, Kareem El-Bashir off a nice little path for Matthew Croxel, who just uh, picked up the puck, didn't rush a shot, Found a, uh, a person in the middle. That person was El Bashir, his sixth of the year to the back of the net. Croxwell's fifth assist. Trace Johnson, another assist for him. A big weekend for him. His fourth assist of the season. His first weekend back as well after a couple weeks off due to a lower body injury. Black Bears up 2-1. to one. Going to the third, that's when the physicality picked up. And basically Sebastian Brockman putting the body down a couple times. Two big checks coming down that left side. Don't test him at all. The big 6'6 defenseman will make sure that you pay for that. Black Bears laying out in front of their goaltender too. Huge huge rebounds they were able to pick up and clear out of the way and then a couple huge blocks including Mike Ergo's uh, in the dying seconds to help secure the victory. A big buy-in from the Black Bears as they win 2-1 and sweep the weekend against New Hampshire. Uh, Colin Ronan had a big weekend. uh, 33 saves or 32 saves, rather, for himself on Saturday. Two wins, and the Black Bears go into Maine with a nice little two-game winning streak. Looking at the all-too-early standings, Black Bears sitting in first place right now. Of the East Division, 11-3, 1-1. One one. 
with a goal differential of plus 21. That's a 750 uh, win percentage, too. They've won two uh, straight and seven in their last 10. They'll go up to Danbury now for two matinees as um, the, uh, you know, the ice is, a, uh, I guess, a commodity in Danbury. They'll play 3 o'clock on Friday, 3.30 on Saturday. And the Black Bears do have a lot of history on their side when it comes to games that are in the afternoon. For games that have been played at 5 p.m. local time or earlier, now this includes showcases, this includes games previously against uh, Danbury, against Northeast, against Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. Um, Black Bears coming out big in this one, 31-17-8, the Black Bears. It's amazing they've played about 50 uh, games that are 5 o'clock local or earlier, and it's even better that they are on the good side by 14. So uh, Black Bears, of course, have beaten the uh, junior hat-tricks twice a couple weeks back at Piney Orchard. So uh, Mojo on their side as the hat-tricks um, losers of five in a row and have only won two of their last ten. This brings up a point that I always make in situations like these. This could be a trap game where the Black Bears are taking this a little too lightly or things don't go their way. Uh, or they think they're going to go their way and it doesn't, uh, could prove uh, to be a little bit uh, not so great in the long run. So hopefully the Black Bears are going to be able to bear down, pardon the pun, and then get things going, take care of business, and then come back Saturday night ready to go, uh, looking ahead to two straight home weekends uh, back at Piney Orchard. Like I said from the hop, uh, no interviews uh, this week uh, due to sickness. Didn't want to be patient zero in the Black Bears facility. For whatever gunk that I have, I'm sure it's not contagious because it's sinuses and it's fall and it's allergies and it's everything combined. But err on the side of caution, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you should always do. If you feel sick, stay home. Um, they don't like it? Oh, whatever. Screw them. Uh, did, we did have some news as Matthew Crox will make his, uh, made his uh, commitment to a D1 school. And that D1 school is the College of the Holy Cross that was made public on Tuesday, I do believe. Monday or Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, so that is the third commitment for the Black Bears this season and the second uh, all-time to the College of the Holy Cross. Um, so very cool to see that. Congratulations to Matthew going forward. Also uh, put out there on the Twitter's machine at DefendingDenMBB, got some uh, heads up on alumni. and decided I was uh, a little bit, uh, little bit bored, a little bit, uh, you know, Contract from work went up, and now it could be back. But in any case, had some time on my hands, and then put a, a list together of all the Black Bears, if, even if they played just one game, uh, where they're at now if they're still in hockey. Only three players was not able to get a track on. Uh, and this includes this year's team, where we've had some roster situ- uh, roster changes as well, uh, including uh, guys like uh, Tomas Toth, Jack Darby, of course the Morley Phillips trade, Devin Nabosny. Uh, situation there so there you go a a, a nice little compendium there of where are they now uh, for the players the players that are out there for the black bear so take a look at it if you feel so inclined Uh, check it out I thought you know took a little bit of work but I think it's uh, I think it's good for people to be able to track where their uh, favorite black bears from the past have uh, been at and where they're going where they could be pretty shocking that there's uh, four players that are in the pro side of things, uh, including uh, Bradley Jenyon, um, Wilmer Skoog, uh, Philip uh, Jacobson, 
and Emil Gabrielson, all in the pro side of things as well. So go check it out if you want. If not, I'm not your supervisor. So you can go about your way. But uh, we do have hockey this weekend. Like I said, Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock and Saturday afternoon at 3.30, all on NHL TV, feed willing, fingers crossed, uh, and stuff like that. Uh, we'll review that next week. We'll also look ahead to a homestand against Rochester and then all that other good stuff. Hopefully some interviews uh, next week, too, to fill the void for what happened this one. It's a short porch week, uh, and that's all good. We can make it happen, and we'll go on from there. You guys have a great week. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters at DefendingDenMBB, uh, ClutchingCrabHockey.com. There you go. That's where you can get it. In any case, uh, you guys stay healthy. And like me, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next time through. Peace.